to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 456 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along to your weekly fix of randomness, technology and life. If you know somebody that wants some of that in their life, tell them about our podcast. Yes, yes. As Sam always tried to trademark, tell a friend. <laughs> I did because I was listening to Radio Hauraki on the radio in my car, which I don't normally listen to. They were promoting their radio show slash podcast. I've got a problem with that too. Because all these buddy radio shows all push out uh, an edit of their show as a podcast, and they're the ones that win all the podcast awards. And I don't think that happens anywhere else in the world, really. Uh, Anyway, they were like, tell a friend at the end, and uh, I didn't like that. (laughs) He's like, we're the only ones that can say that. Um, But no, that's all good. I know. I think they ripped us off. (laughs) That's the main thing. Um. I, I'm going to start off with this Christmas prep thing. I've got a, I've got a bunch of stuff for us to talk about. You so do. That's all good. And this, uh, if you pop into that uh, Christmas prep and open up the link, I'm there. Yep. Cool. Good. So, advent calendars are, n- are not something I ever grew up with, knew anything really no. about. I, I actually, I say that. I'll say that again. My grandmother, I think, once. Gave us an advent calendar, but okay. mum was anti. Oh, it would the, not have gone down well. Thing. So, yeah, that didn't go down well. But I, yeah, so I get the idea of it. But I love this. Oh. This is the diehard advent calendar, and it's it's a building, the Nakatomi Plaza building. Yeah, with twenty four floors or whatever, <laughs> and Hans Gruber moves down a floor every day. And I just think it's cool. I just think it's it cool. looks like it's made out of that laser cut um, balsa wood stuff. Uh, oh, and right. there's there's three different versions. There's a creamy colored one, a sort of bluey gray, and the black one's the best one because it's got a helicopter at the top with an explosion. Yeah, yeah, by far that's the best. What's in it, or is it, or do you get to put anything in it? I, well, no, I, I, I think it's just I a think countdown. It's just the countdown, and then you make a game out of it. But yeah, for the diehard fans out there, for the um, diehard diehard fans. <laughs> Uh, that's such a cheap joke, but I've got to laugh. Uh, yeah, no, the diehard diehard fans, yes. No, I think it's pretty cool. I thought it was good. I thought I'd start with that. Do you want to talk about the next thing on that that I've got on the list? Because we were both there, so you may as well talk about that. So Misty Flix is coming up very soon. It's coming up on the 24th and 25th and 26th. Yep. That sounds about right. It's in Mutu. Come along, come see us, come see the films. That's more important. Now, we've been doing some prep work to help out with volunteers with this thing. Yeah, so we'll um, be there on the days. Uh, well, yeah, we'll be we'll somewhere. Be there. <laughs> uh, first up, shout out to the Taumutu Library, uh, Waipa District Library, actually. Um, yep. They helped us out. We're going to use one of their rooms. We're allowed to put up the one poster, which is good. And uh, But what we did was we went back to the movie theatre. We hung out with Adam, and we were checking sound levels. For, for the Yeah, for the playback. Shorts. So they, they put a bunch of shorts together if you've never been to a short film festival before they put a whole bunch of short films together in a block and he wanted us to listen to them to see because some films are louder than others some are quieter and need to even it out so we were taking some notes and, um, and it's great when there's only two or three of you watching the films. Is that, yeah, it's empty cinema with me and Sam in it for a good part for of it. For a big part of it. Uh, there was a short film that you need to come and see. It's called Proud Hooligan. It's awesome. It's so good. <laughs> uh, I don't, and, and it's been written by AI, 
which I saw that in the program and I was like, I'm not sure what that means or how well it's going to be. And we don't know what they used or what prompts they used or what feedback they actually used. Like, I don't know. And we don't know how far back it was written by AI because I don't... Yes. Yeah, I think it would have been an earlier version because I don't know how old... It must have been over a year ago that I'd that say so. It's very cool. It's very funny. We laughed a lot. Yeah, a lot. Um, and it's the interpretation that they have of the AI that really brings it to life. That's what's awesome. Yes. Uh, and it's really cool. I uh, can't wait to hopefully... Like, come along, see it. Like, literally, if there's only one film you come and see, come see that. Yeah. Um, tickets are up for sale at mistyflix.co.nz. It's pretty cheap. You get about an hour's worth of entertainment for each block, I think, roughly. Uh, and you get to see a bunch of films that have some sort of connection to... The Waikato. Waikato? Yeah, yeah. the Waikato in, in general. Um, one of the films that we'll be showing there is Tikitane's film. Yes. And they're showing it on the Friday night, and which is an opening, and the Saturday night. And Tiki will be there, and Steve's interviewing him on the Friday night. Yep. I'm interviewing him on stage in front of everybody after the showing on the Saturday night. So, Are you going to watch on Saturday, uh, Friday night what Steve does, or does that stuff you up? Because uh, you're we, the two whitest guys interviewing this guy. <laughs> Just throwing that out there as well. So uh, We're going to share notes beforehand. Um, what that means is... Because Steve doesn't know me as well as you know me. What that means is Steve's going to share with me his notes because I have no notes. <laughs> I'm, I'm expecting you to go on Wikipedia and just take I, it for I, verbatim. I've already said, I've already put it in my work chat. Does anybody know anything about Tikitane? Like, <laughs> what's interesting? What's his deal? Who is he? <laughs> like, <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> I'll do some research. We so did good. also uh, watch a film, which I can't remember what it's called now off the top of my head. Uh, the stop motion sort of animated one. Oh my god! For some reason, it was a thousand decibels, and uh, we had our hands on our ears and we were yelling at each other. Yeah, that was so loud. Oh my god! I can't remember what it was called. I was too busy um, clapping my hands <laughs> on my ears. Um, the, the other thing, there was one called for Tom. I think it was for Tom. It yeah. was for Tom. Yes. Yeah, Tom with an H. There yeah, and um, it, it was very serious. Very dramatic yeah. thing but fortunately there was only me and Sam in the theatre so we were taking the piss out of it the whole time which we could not do if it was in a real no, theatre no, with no. other people no. there because it's but a that serious was topic of, that was the funnest part of the day for me <laughs> anyway hey, right. um, this week uh, I got an ad and I hadn't seen this before but because I clicked on it I now get ads from about four other companies doing this. And it's a thing I've never seen before. And it's a uh, signature company where you send your signature that you do now to this company. Yep. And the one I've been looking at, it was $49 for a basic one. $79 is top tier to their best calligrapher, right? They reimagine your signature, come back to you and go, do you like that? Yes? Okay. Here's a video on how you do it. And here's a template that you can follow to come up with a new signature. See, I'm pretty sure a year ago they had somebody, like roughly, you know, give or take. <laughs> give or take one 10 years. One yeah. 10 years. They had somebody on, I think it was The Project or something like oh, that, who did that. Okay. And they just said, oh, because I like writing, I've been doing these signatures yeah. and people have been, and they started selling it. <laughs> and I think because it hit the mainstream, it's like, 
oh, I can do that. So this first ad I saw seemed really good, and it's got three pricing tiers, and they said you give a video and all this stuff, and then all these other ads I'm getting are for the same idea, but I don't think they're at the same quality. They're like, we'll send you back your, your new signature. But I don't think they show you how to do it. I don't know. It's yeah. an interesting thing, eh? Because if you're right into it, I don't know what your turnaround time would be. What, half an hour? You're just like, you see some scribble and you're like, oh, okay, cool, hang on. Yeah, yeah. And they keep going backwards and forwards until you get one that you like. And they're like, once you've got it, I think they said like 30 minutes to 40 minutes, you should roughly be able to do it. Yeah, yeah. And they're completely different. Like, it's so amazing what they do. But Yeah, it'd be interesting to try it. But they're See, massive now, signatures. if we were a proper podcast with a proper budget, we'd buy it. What's a budget? <laughs> a budget. Yeah, if we had something like that, we'd buy one each, and then we'd try it, and we'd give you a, some feedback on that. That's we right. We have a budget. If so. not, just uh, just search on something, signature companies, if you're into it. I want to talk a bit about the treasure trove. And if you click on that, and you can look at that image that I've attached there. Uh, so this is – I went to a um, – uh, seminar last week, like a virtual online yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was about 100, 115, I think, people turned up for it. It was really good. Three days long, melted my brain. There was so much stuff. It was actually really, really good. And we did a few, there was a lot of tasks every day. And at the end of day, it was two thing, main things for day one. Uh, it was creating a summit which is actually something I'd already started to do, and I'm doing that in next month, uh, in January, yep. rather, end of January. And then um, the next thing they did was this giveaway idea, and they talked about how you can you know, create something and give it away. And then they said, hey, somebody just had this brainstorm at the time. Um, why don't we just, all of us, do one? A mega, a mega giveaway thing. Oh, okay. So it wasn't planned beforehand until they... Okay, okay, No, it wasn't planned. They'd sort of done bits and pieces in groups because everything was done in breakout groups. Yeah, yeah. Well, how about, you know, there's a hundred of us here, Mm. give or take. How about that? So basically, it's called the Treasure Trove. 92 of the internet's best entrepreneurs... Hey, that includes me. That includes you, apparently, yeah. Yeah. Good. Open their Treasure Trove of Resources to create one bundle of goodies worth $154,000. Of course it is. For just $47,000. Yeah. Um, Hang on. How did they get the value? Oh, no, no. I just make it up. Yeah, yeah, no, but they did. Everybody put the value in there. Um, So mine's a 997 thing. It's a uh, six-week course. Hmm. Plus two live sessions at the end, yeah, um, to help with the coaching, and, and mine's obviously on speaking and what have you. Uh, it's called Pitch Master Fundamentals, and I'm <laughs> losing sleep working on that because I've got to get. This is all launching for Black Friday, yeah. So it's all got to be yep. done and dusted by the twenty uh, second. Out of those ninety two best entrepreneurs on the internet, how much? What's the percentage of top class? Obviously, yours is on the top. What do you reckon, out 92? Uh, honestly, it was a pretty high-caliber group. Okay, so you reckon like um, 50? And it's quite diverse, too. Now, okay. there was a, quite a few of Here we the go. group Here we go. in the Wooniverse. The what? The Woo-Woo universe. Oh, okay. So, I, so I'll get a course on how to reach my inner chi or touch my Or, or maybe speak to your better angels. Or... Oh, yeah. you've got me excited <laughs> now, Chris. Was it $47? Where do I have to go? It, uh, it's not alive yet, so I'm not sure. Morelifemoreprofit.com. 
More yes. Life, more profit. That doesn't yeah. sound scammy at all. Get in there. Um, but yeah, I think, well, honestly, it'll be worth it, the 47 just for my stuff. Absolutely. Like, cause Do I you get access it. to everybody else's stuff? Um, no. I'm working on whether I do or not. Okay, good. I don't think I do. I, I think I'll end up buying the 47 mm, to okay. get it, but I think it's worth it. It'll be interesting to see as yeah. well because you'll get a lot of ideas about what people have done and not. Yeah, and, and the whole idea of this was for us to do joint ventures and work together in strategic alliances. Mm. So uh, I've already got <laughs> – I'm working with some people all over the place. Uh, there's this really cool chick in um, Germany, yep. Mona, and she is – like the spreadsheet whisperer. Oh, right. And she does like automations and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So that's really cool, which is like, as Sam knows, the entirely opposite of me. And then, <laughs> and then uh, there's Christine in Alaska. She's really cool. So I'll be working with her. I, I want to get a group of us together. Mm. Um, and uh, CF, and uh, CF is, I don't know why. She calls herself CF anyway. She does videography type stuff and has a TV station, TV type thing okay. in the US. And there's one other person I've forgotten who it is right now. Very interesting. So, yeah. so that's cool. Anyway, so Treasure Trove, we will be spamming your uh, Facebook with it later in the month. I had to look up when um, Thanksgiving is because I don't, I didn't Is it the 27th? It's the 25th. It's the 23rd this year. It's the fourth Thursday of every of, of November. Okay. And this will, year it is okay. the 23rd, which is my birthday. I will forget about that, yeah. um, but good to know. Yeah. Yeah. I never bothered learning it, and I'm old, so there you go. You don't Excellent. need to know those things. Uh, I want to talk about this guy, the Candid Camera. I think this is hilarious. And if you go in there, have a look at the images, which is the funny part. So this guy On the audio podcast, it, we're going to paint a picture. Uh, I'm going to paint a picture because... Um, I don't think the audience wants to watch, look at these particular photos. But a Texas man um, stole a game camera. Yeah, okay. You know? Yeah. And then he took it home and he's like, put it on the, on the, on the bedroom dresser, <laughs> not realizing it's still taking photos. Yeah. So it's got photos of him with his shirt off and he's just covered in tats with his missus there. I don't know what other photos they may or may not have got. But uh, this is sending photos to the police station because that's what the game camera was for, to see if there's any dangerous animals around or something. So the police go, oh, somebody's stolen the game camera. And then they're like, that guy stole the game camera because it's in his bedroom. And then they... What a dumbass. And then they just publish photos of him and said, does anybody know this dude? Who's this dude? (laughs) And and he's got a heap of tattoos as well. Yeah, he's not easy to miss. I thought that was hilarious. Actually, I've got another tattoo one here. I just thought I'd mention. Um, I wasn't actually going to bring it up right now, but... It down if you go scroll quite a bit down. Don't mean, don't mention the scrolling. Quentin doesn't like it. Ah, that's all right. <laughs> um, just the photo, and the re- only reason I'm adding this is because of the photo. So this guy who's been stealing cars, okay, crashed the car, and he's got this tattoo: um, "All gas, no brakes." Yeah, and he crashed his car. This is his. Um, this is his mugshot. Oh, he's a scary <laughs> man. And he's obviously been in a car crash. Yeah. <laughs> and you see the neck is the all gas. Yep. 
Yeah. No breaks. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's I got a. He's, he's, what has he got a motto to live by or whatever? And to Fast and Furious. The, the motto to live and die by. Maybe. Yeah. Actually, I've got to ask Adam Harvey a question on here. Um, and I, so this is a story, and of course, when I read it, I was like, I want Adam's take on it. So this guy goes in for surgery to have his appendix, appendix removed. Yeah, have okay. Have you ever had your appendix yeah, I have. removed? Yeah, so have uh, The surgeons pulled out the wrong thing. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, not not good. Not good. No. They uh, They removed part of his colon. Yes. Um, leaving with a litany, litany of problems. Like, he left the hospital feeling worse than when he oh, turned no. up. When I woke up, I came out of the drugs. I was in serious pain, much worse than I had been in when I went to hospital. He was seeking f- surf- there, suffering from a leaking colon that created sepsis and infection. Almost died from it. It does say, though... That the attending physician was supposed to be supervising the surgeon in training. Yeah, exactly. So I'm guessing he wasn't. Well, not supervising him enough. And the, the guy says that he, he they seem to make light of it. Oh. Which. That's not good. That doesn't sound good. But then I don't know how real that yeah, is. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't, that's his that's, perception. That's his perception is what I'm saying. But yeah, I wanted to ask Adam because Adam's done surgery stuff before. Um, poked around inside other people's bodies, I think is the technical term. And how how like how how often does that happen? I want to know. I, how often? Like, is that something that? Oh my god, that's amazing that that happened. That should never happen. Or yeah, you'd be surprised how co- often something close to that happens. Or I what? don't know. I don't know. I, um, so Adam, we need to know. Let us know, and we will pass it on to everybody else. Okay. All right. You got anything? No. Cool. I got more. <laughs> I'm a bit, uh, bit uh, light this week in stuff that's been happening. <laughs> no, that's cool. I got three croc stories. Three croc stories. So the first one. Hey, why is there three? Is well, it the just a week for them? To be fair, the first one's maybe not so much croc, but I've okay, lumped just... it in, in the category. <laughs> so this animal rescue place um, in. Um, yeah, Humane Society of Southern Arizona. Yeah, they got nearly two hundred and fifty rodents, like hamsters and okay. gerbils, Good. and I guess rats and ferrets and what have you. Yeah, um, that were intended for adoption. Adoption. They were given two hundred and fifty. I don't know where from. Doesn't really uh, say. A crazy hoarder person. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and they sold it to a place who fed them to reptiles. Yeah, well, it's good. You don't... You, you Live can't, your best life. Well, okay, that was it. <laughs> you can't think about it too much. You either want them off your hands or not, and if this person's picked them up and paid for them, that's their property. Off yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but it seems like the CEO of that organisation was fully aware of who bought the whole lot because they bought the whole lot. Oh, okay. Yeah, I suppose that's um, not normal. I'll yeah, just, just load yeah. them all up. Take uh, the whole lot. They bought uh, 323, mm. um, and, and 60 were returned. And Hang on. Why, why did you return 60? They're too big for the reptiles. Don't, <laughs> don't say that. Don't say that. Um, they, <laughs> they were too quick. The they, reptiles were no, no longer hungry. <laughs> they didn't fit into my habitat that I've built. 
Out the back. I don't know. It's a bit weird. <laughs> but, yeah, so, um, yeah, it looks like CEO of um, uh, they, they're going to fire. Oh, no, it, they did fire Steve Farley, the CEO of Humane Society of Southern Arizona. So it was the first of the crocodile stories. Okay. Uh, the second one was this guy, Aussie, of course. It has to be an Australian. It has to be. Good. Croc- crocodiles. Good. These are definitely crocodiles because those reptiles might have been alligators or whatever. Cattle farmer in Australia's Northern Territory yeah. says he managed to survive a crocodile attack by biting the beast back. What did he? What part did he bite? Exactly my question. I'm like, what are you going to bite? Do you just bite anything? No. And it's very clever, I thought, actually, when I finally read it. Because I'm like, oh, this is just... So yeah. did, did, had it bit him? Yeah, I'm going to read it. Okay, okay. So he's on his way back to working on a fence project. So he's like yeah. walking to the fence. Stepped into a shallow, shallow pool of water. Ah, uh, that's not good. Uh, took two steps in the... <laughs> I, I can swear, because that's what it says. This is a quote. I took two steps and the dirty bastard latched onto my right foot. Okay. <laughs> it was a big grab and he shook me like a rag doll and took me back off into the water, pulling me in. Yeah. Oh, this guy is in his mid-60s. Oh, so I, thought, not I, a, I thought you were going to say 90s for some reason. <laughs> but yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, mid-60s. Um, he said he first attempt to kick away the ten and a half foot saltwater croc with his left foot, but that didn't work. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, it wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, so um, he, when that didn't work, he resorted to biting the creature on its eyelid. Yeah. Because they have those translucent eye. Yeah. Protection. Because uh, yeah, I think I think if I think I'm sure you can poke them in the eye. They don't like that. Yeah. So um, he basically tried to bite it and bit its eyelid. Ugh. It was not an enjoyable experience, but it was effective, Devereaux said. It was pretty thick, like holding on to leather, but it jerked back on his eyelid and he let go pretty quick. Mm. Uh, after escaping from the croc's clutches, Devereaux ran towards his car. The alligator followed for a short distance, but it finally um, gave up. Gave up. He got a towel and a rope from a vehicle, did a tourniquet on his leg, and then his brother rushed him to hospital. And he's been recovering for several weeks, so yep, it was a pretty because yep. yeah, I mean they do that roll thing, yeah, that death that, roll thing, yeah, yeah. Plus, also, I'm assuming there's a bit of infection potentially. Yeah. He had to get his wound flushed for ten straight days yep. in order to yep. remove any bacteria and teeth marks. Because yeah, that's what Komodo dragons do, eh? They bite them once and just let you go, but and then you just die. Yes, and they follow you. But that happens with everything. Sarah's auntie got bit. Her cat bit her. Like a year ago, year and a half ago, multiple hospital trips, non-stop, eventually, really? eventually amputated her leg. Holy House cat. crap. Her, her a cat. That's a better story than this. <laughs> oh, no, it just, it just shows you like the amount of bacteria and junk that's on... Teeth. And that dude that stole your car, remember? <laughs> Got bit by the police dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> that's right that's right that's right taking that mighty honda um okay so um and then i've got the third <laughs> third story which is just random as hell okay um australia again crocodiles um mating season for crocodiles in queensland australia has arrived earlier than normal this year the owner of a crocodile farm in the state is blaming the early start on helicopter activity what so how so does that work? Apparently, Chinook helicopters flown by the armed forces. So it's okay. Like, so it's the got bi- an army base, and it's there. the big helicopters. Yeah, uh, sent male crocs at John Lever's 
Kurana crocodile farm into a mating frenzy. <laughs> okay. And I'm, I'm going to scroll down because it's. Is says, it the vibration? Oh, hang on. Where is it? Oh, read more. Got to click that. Yeah, because they're trying to work it out, and there's two theories. theories. One is that it reminds them of thunder, and apparently for a lot of animals, that gets them all going. Okay. Good. Good to know. I I didn't. Yeah, whatever. And the other one is that they're mating. Actually, they do a lot of water slapping in that. And so the thudding on the the water pressure or whatever. Mm. Okay. Um, But I'll read this out because it sounds hilarious. Lever, the owner of a Kurana crocodile farm, has his own ideas. He recently revealed that the bulls on his farm of around 3,000. So he's got 3,000 crocs. That's good. Right. Is he? Yeah, okay, I don't even know what he's doing with that many. <laughs> he, this is a zombie Holocaust survival plan. He lives in the middle. Maybe. <laughs> um, went nuts when a helicopter flew over it low over his farm. So this helicopter goes low over his farm. All the big males got up and roared and bellowed up at the sky. And then after helicopters left, they mated like mad. There's something about the sonic waves that really gets them stirred up. And, and, and I don't know, it does say, this guy says, whoever wrote the story is like, I'm no expert, but a crocodile mating frenzy with 3,000 of them doesn't sound like something you want to find yourself in the middle of. No, I don't know. They, well, they could be distracted. Well, yeah, but Potentially. still. I don't know. Hard to say. Hard to say. And that's Croc Watch, our new episode. It's our new section of the podcast, Croc Watch. Good. I look forward to updating that uh, in seven years' time. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know when we'll do that again. I'll, I'll stick with an Aussie one here, actually. Okay. And you've got to tell me at the time, because I could keep going. You've got day. about four minutes. All right. This, I, this is a short one. I just think it's hilarious, because I'm going to ask you some questions. I'm going to tell okay. you some of the okay. headlines. So this Sydney police officer... Um, no longer trust this police, and he's left the police because he doesn't trust them. Okay. Because another policeman pulled a gun on him, put a gun to his head. Oh, basically. yeah, that's that's serious. Why? Oh, he, he's probably doing something completely justified and dumb. I don't know. Why? Oh, hang on. No, he ate the other guy's lunch. That's what I'm going to say. And the other guy got upset. Um, oh, was he sleeping with the other guy's missus? And he found no. out. Okay, go. The 30-year-old was on duty behind the front desk of the Day Street Police Station in Chinatown when a probationary constable, Royston, began discussing Top Gun Maverick, which he'd seen the night before. (laughs) Oh, don't discuss it. I'll spoil it for you. And according to documents, he said, don't spoil the movie expletive. Yeah. An expletive I can't say here. Um, And then put the gun and threatened to shoot him. Oh my god! He's, it's a real, it's a real movie. It's a real movie buff there. I I hope we don't have anyone come after us when we talk about stuff. Uh, so Royston's since left the New South. Far out. That's not good. But that's the thing that set that guy off. Imagine anything else. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, who gives these people guns? I don't know. Oh my God. <laughs> I I sort of feel like the wrong cop left. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something's not right with that story. I should get rid of the other guy. I think so. Um, so what's coming up this week? Uh, this week, uh, it's I don't know what day it is. Uh, yeah, so next weekend. So this will come out Sunday. Next weekend's Misty Flicks. Come along. 
Yeah. That's right. Say hi. Um, I've got work, I think. <laughs> I am snowed under. I've got to get my treasure trove um, course finished How many, off. out of those 92 people or whatever it was, did everybody else already have something already done, you think? Or is there a whole bunch of you, like, rushing? No, I'm the only one stupid enough to do what I'm doing. Okay. It, but most if, other people had something already. Yes. And if they didn't have something already, they offered a live workshop. Which you don't have to re- pre-do. But I said, oh, I've got this course that I haven't really marketed. I did a beta with, with these guys. So I'll just use that. Okay. And I put that up. And then I went and looked at it and went, I'm not putting my name to that. That was my first attempt. It looks like crap. So well, I'm going to redo it. I'm glad you realized that now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I mean, the content's good, but the video, actually, some of the video was shot at 480 instead of 10, uh, 720, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is really bad. It's like potato quality. Yeah, potato quality. Excellent. And, um, yeah, and, yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't quite work right. So, no, no, anyway, no. So, so I'm redoing it. So, yeah, I'm the only one, well, possibly the only one that's that dumb. So you've got like a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that right? And I've got another seminar this weekend. Oh, another one? Do, yeah. Oh. What's this one on? Um, so it was from that, somebody from that, and I got a free ticket. It to sounds it like stuff. these seminars are going to go on forever now because yeah. everybody's going to run one. It does sound like that. Um, but this one's, uh, it's on speaking and virtual speaking and stuff. So oh. it's, it's my thing. It's what I want to know about. Yeah. So yeah, so, yeah, so I'm, I, it's actually Saturday, Sunday, Monday, but I, I got way too much work on Monday, so I won't be doing Monday. Um, but I'll get the two days out of it. Okay. And I got it for free, so I can't. Sounds pretty good. Uh, so until next time, obviously check us out, thechristensandpodcast.com. Yeah, check out mistyflicks.co.nz. Find us on any podcasting app. And remember, tell a friend. Yes. No excuses. <laughs> Go find one now. You've got a phone. That's what you're listening on. Look through the contacts. Send a link. And then get the weird questions coming back <laughs> of what is going on. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.